Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 190. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to keep Entrepreneur on Fire daily and for free. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Support Entrepreneur on Fire and go grab your free audiobook and 30-day trial today at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. That's audiblepodcast.com slash fire. Squarespace is the drag and drop site platform that lets you create a website that looks professional. Head over to squarespace.com slash fire to start a free trial and use the offer code fire for a 10% discount. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Gideon Shalwick. Gideon, are you prepared to ignite? I sure am, man. I'm uh, really looking forward to the call. All right. Gideon started up his own video trading business, teaching people everything he learned about online business and how he was able to get amazing success using YouTube. His latest book, Rapid Video Blogging, has now been downloaded over 38,000 times from people all over the world. Giving Fire Nation a little overview, Gideon, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about you personally, we want to get to know you, and then take another minute and give us an overview of your business. I wasn't always into the the video uh, thing. Uh, I... um and not even the entrepreneurship thing. I went through the uh, normal route of uh, the education system and kind of got sold on that dream. You know, go through university, go through school, uh, get a degree, and then get a job and work and buy a house and pay it off for the rest of your life and then retire and die. <laughs> you know, that's kind of the, the dream <laughs> I was sold. And I mean, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that dream. It was just not uh, something that I wanted anymore after a while. So I actually, I went through that and I I worked for about five years. And uh, then I got a bit unhappy about the situation because, you know, I felt that, you know, I was creating an asset for someone else. Uh, The dad stopped working would be the dad stopped getting paid. Um, And, um, you know, also my leverage was really limited. So I wanted something else. And so back in goodness, when was it, 2006 or so, I think we decided to just quit our jobs, my wife, me and my wife back in New Zealand, <clears throat> and um, emigrate to Australia to, to start a new life. And uh, it was quite a bit of a challenge, you know, going from, you know, that one mindset of uh, being an employee to just dropping everything, uh, selling everything off and, and immigrating and starting a new business. And of course, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no, no idea of a business concept not to even mention business experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, we landed in Australia and uh, we, we just went for it. We, uh, I, I looked at a bunch of different ideas. I settled on one uh, where I uh, wrote a book in the personal development space. Um, that uh, took me about 21 days to write the book. It was about 200 pages. And um, I launched that with uh, my first uh, launch partner. Uh, it went really well uh, initially. I, I got it distributed to 177 different countries uh, around the world uh, very quickly. But, you know, that bit of ex- first success was great, but then kind of spoiled me because um, the business kind of uh, tanked after that. 
And the main reason was because I didn't really have a business. I didn't really have any business know-how or acumen. And, and so the business tanked. I didn't know how to get traffic to my site for, for selling uh, my, my book. And that's when I really started looking into things a bit further uh, to you know, figure it out. And you know, I ended up interviewing some of the world's top marketers yeah. to find out from them how they did it and, and uh, how I could do it too. And you know, then I, I, I started uh, trying out some things for myself. I, um, uh, uh, I did a couple of projects that didn't really work out. There's, there's one that was quite painful. Maybe we'll, we'll, uh, uh, we can touch on that a bit later. Yes. But ended up uh, with a couple of really good projects, um, got some really good success. And uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've been able to you know, build well over 100,000 um, subscribers in the different businesses that I've been setting up since I got started. Well, we are definitely going to be delving into that pain point as well as the rest of your business and just what you're all about, Gideon, later on in the interview. But before we do, we love kicking the interview off with a success quote. Get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. One that's been really uh, standing out to me right throughout my career is one from the book called uh, Good to Great. And the book starts off with this quote um, saying, good is the enemy of great. And that's by Jim Collins, of course. I'm not sure if, if Jim said that himself, but that's at least the first sentence in the book. And uh, it's just an amazing one that's uh, stuck with me. Good is the enemy of great. Take that down to the ground level, Gideon. How do you apply that mantra to your outlook on life? What does that quote really mean to you? I'm quite a competitive person, um, but I'm also uh, very interested in excellence in everything that I do. My, when I was younger, my brother called me a bit of a fanatic. You know, Everything that I would uh, sink my teeth into, I just wouldn't let go until I've done it really, really well. And uh, sometimes to the detriment of other things, but you know, so, so it's a two-edged sword. It's, um, it's both a pro and a con. It's a pro in the sense that you know, um, when, when you always focus towards greatness, um, you, you, you can create something really amazing. Um, and you, know, you only say yes to the great opportunities as opposed to so many good opportunities. I mean, there are, there are just a limitless supply of, of good opportunities, but the great ones um, are, are not that, uh, that often. And so, uh, you know, when you keep on going for all the good opportunities and, and only sort of focus towards good and me- mediocre, perhaps, you, you give up uh, that excellence. You give up that, that potential to, to create something that great. And, and so that's important for me. Um, of course, the flip side to that is that, uh, you know, you, you have to sacrifice something else. So when you're focusing on something to make it great, inevitably something else can, uh, can suffer. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, you just have to figure out strategies to deal with it properly. Absolutely. And Gideon, you kind of tipped your hand at the beginning of the interview and revealed to Fire Nation you had a pain point in life. And that's our next topic. That's failure. And as entrepreneurs, we fail every single day on a lot of levels, and especially you as a fanatic and as a perfectionist on some levels, I'm sure that you really look at yourself as failing on certain levels every single day as well. But take us back to a time in your journey as an entrepreneur when you really just failed, when you came up against this obstacle, this challenge that you had to dig deep to overcome and pick yourself up off the ground, and then share with us how you did overcome that. Sure. So, so this is um, from in between my first initial success when I when I had that book that I distributed um, around the world, and and had that nice success at the beginning, and and then going from from that to basically not earning much at all for quite a long time. Um, you know, we were 
uh, I remember me and my wife, I mean, we were living comfortably, you know, no doubt, but she was working. She was earning the money for the household. She was paying the bills. Um, we had really nothing left over after paying rent and, 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 and food and, and, and the, the basic necessities. But, you know, we didn't go out. Uh, we didn't buy new clothes for, for quite some time. Um, we didn't have a car, so we just walked everywhere. And we were kind of getting a little bit desperate. And um, so I got involved in this project with uh, a business colleague that I, um, you know, that I met uh, online through, through, through doing business online. And we came up with this amazing idea. And I just thought, this, this thing is going to work. It's going to rock. And we were so pumped because, you know, when you're, when you're in that situation as an entrepreneur, when you've tried a few things and nothing seems to work and you really, you're putting in the effort, but you just, you just don't seem to getting any traction or any momentum. And when you get an idea like, like this one that I had, you sort of get excited. And so, so I worked very hard at this. Um, and, uh, the, the, the mistake we made as, as business partners, we set uh, an extremely, unreasonable expectation for uh, the launch date of this little project that we um, that we created and um, what that did was that we um, we were fully stressed uh, we, we just weren't prepared for it um, and uh, we ended up not actually being able to meet that date and it was kind of embarrassing for us both uh, we had to sort of tell our audience that it's not going to go ahead and um, the whole thing came to a crash really and and uh, we had a bit of a, a breakup uh, you know, us, the two of us, and it was really sad because really, uh, we're really great friends, uh, and we got on really well before that. And um, you know, we're really good friends again now, but they, you know, it took us a while to recover the relationship. But at that point, when when that thing failed, it was it was really quite gut wrenching because we had these high expectations of finally earning sort of a decent income. And, and then this thing failing, um, it, was, it was quite, uh, yeah, as I say, gut-wrenching. And um, the lesson that we learned from that was that um, there, I think there really is a balance to be kept between setting uh, you know, your BHAGs, your big, hairy, audacious goals, and something that is actually achievable, especially at the beginning. Um, you know, I think we, we just set a, a goal that was way too big for us. To, to achieve in such a short time. And I think as a fledgling entrepreneur, it's really important to, to set goals that you can actually achieve because at the beginning, confidence is key. You just, you just confidence is so important in, in your business. And um, if you keep on setting yourself up for failure, um, that creates negative momentum. And you don't want negative momentum, you want positive momentum. So I think at the beginning, the lesson that we learned then was to set smaller goals, um, and, and to achieve them. And as we grow, they would increase those goals um, and, and take it step by step. So it, even though it was a, you know, a big setback for us, um, it, it taught us a, a great lesson for, for helping us succeed in the future. So Gideon, here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we love talking specifics. Just take 30 seconds and share with us exactly what you were trying to accomplish, specifically business-wise, and exactly why it didn't launch. Uh, we tried to set up a membership site. Um, it was uh, uh, probably one of the first video-based membership sites um, in in that industry. It was uh, 
the, the, the partner, the business partner that I had was an absolute genius at um, spotting trends. And, you know, this is uh, before all the social media craze that took off. I mean, he, he was one of the first subscribers to Twitter, for example. He was on it two years before everyone else, you know, before it hit the mainstream. Um, he's that sort of guy. He can just pick things um, way ahead. And so the idea with this this project was to set up a, a video membership site where I would interview him every week uh, on video. Uh, I mean, he's in he's in a different part of the world, and I'm I'm here in Australia, so it was everything was done online. And um, the idea was that I'd interview him once a week, ask him all these key questions about all these trends, and then relate it back to uh, helping uh, online entrepreneurs to uh, to use social media uh, to their benefit. And, uh, you know, this is, as I said, it was way before everyone else was sort of talking about it. And so it could have been great. You know, it could have been uh, quite an amazing project, but um, we just didn't quite get there. And, um, uh, you know, I, I think there's probably other people that have actually done that successfully now. So maybe that's something we just should have pushed through with. But, uh, you know, that project didn't, uh, didn't go ahead. Gideon, you're just doing a phenomenal job really taking us down to the ground level and sharing with us this journey that you're on. So let's continue this trend as we meander over to the other end of the spectrum, which is the aha moment. Because just like as entrepreneurs, we encounter failure, we're also encountering these beautiful aha moments that are inspiring us and propelling us forward and allowing us to pivot in new and exciting directions. Share with us one aha moment that you've had at some point in your journey where the light bulb just went off and you knew that this was your authentic self and how'd you turn that moment into success? Well, I guess since I'm in the, in the video space, um, it, it relates back to uh, online video um, and it's something that hit me um, quite a few years ago, probably you know one or two years into, into doing business. So that's about, I don't know, Four, four or five years ago, um, I, I was looking at YouTube and its development and um, it just hit me, you know, that um, for someone who wants to create something of greatness and especially online, uh, using a site like YouTube in particular can be a massive medium or platform to help you succeed. And, and this all sort of goes back to another really amazing book I read and perhaps, I'm not sure if I've got it on my list of books, but an amazing book. Yes, it is one that I've listed and I'll talk about it later. But it's an amazing book called Crossing the Chasm by uh, Jeffrey Moore. And I read this book uh, years before I started my own business. And uh, it was uh, about um, helping marketers in the high-tech industry to launch their products and make their products reach the mainstream and, and go through that that viral stage, you know, where you, you, you really go big time. Very and, cool. and one of the key things that he talked about was bridging that gap between your initial customers, which are your innovators and early adopters, to the mainstream. There's, there's a gap there. There's a chasm that he talks about. And most companies, most high-tech companies fall into that gap because they, they get all these, these amazing interested innovators and, and early adopters to, to uh, buy their products or use their products. And then when they get to the mainstream part of their, their market, those guys are not interested in it because they want to see all their other mates using it as well. And no, no one in the mainstream is using it, it yet. So everyone falls into this chasm. And so Jeffrey talks about this thing called the beachhead concept uh, where you uh, basically create um, some sort of a beachhead where you can – it'll help you bridge that gap between 
uh, the um, uh, uh, the early adopters and the and the, your mainstream, the early majority. And uh, you know, historically, it would be um, something like uh, Microsoft with IBM. You know, Microsoft used IBM as a beachhead. You know, IBM. Uh, was someone who had access to uh, the mainstream market or the main target audience for for Bill Gates, you know, for 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 um, uh, for Microsoft, and so all Bill had to do was convince IBM to get his software into their machines, and boom, he had immediate access to that whole audience. It was like a nice bridge, like a beachhead. He just jumped that chasm, that that gave him that instant access to his his big target audience. Now. Um, you relate that concept back to YouTube and your eyes just open up. You just go, wow, this is this is uh, a beachhead for many people. Yeah. So when, when that hit me, I, I, I wanted to create a project and, and sort of test it out. And uh, I did it in the magic niche, Atin Baputhe, a local magician. And we said, okay, let's just use YouTube for our traffic. And, and I know some people will go, oh, isn't it a bit dangerous to just use one source of traffic? And yes, it is. Um, but you know, uh, you you that was a, an experiment. So you, I think the idea is that you always try and get more sources of traffic than just one, uh, as many as possible. To be honest, but um, we wanted to test that as a beachhead, and um, and it worked. It worked fantastically well. We had millions and millions of views uh, um, over a, a year or two period, and it was it was just an amazing test, uh, an experiment to to show uh, how cool it is to use YouTube for promoting a business. So Gideon, you were just sharing some incredible stories, some incredible journeys that you've been on throughout your entire entrepreneurial journey, but let's take it up to the present right now. Let's talk about one or two things that are just really exciting you right now. For the last five or six years, I've been really in the business of publishing information and selling that information online. And uh, that's been great. It's been an amazing type of business for um, you know, high profitability. Um, it's scalable. It's leverageable. Um, the only issue that I've had with it is that it's not a business, a kind of business uh, that I can sell because of the way that I've set it up. And and the reason for that is because it's mainly based around me. Um, and it's it's kind of funny because I started out setting up the business so that it would not necessarily revolve around me, but it still ended up <laughs> happening that way. And um, while it's a very profitable and scalable and leverageable business, it's not really a sellable business. And so about uh, a year ago, I, I decided to create another business still in the video space where we look more at creating tools and software for uh, video content producers and people interested in using YouTube to grow their businesses. And um, this business is called Splashio. It's something that I'm really, really excited about um, because now uh, it's a business that has all those other aspects that the information publishing business has. It has a very high profit margin. Uh, It's scalable. It's leverageable. uh, It's fun. uh, We really enjoy doing it. It's at cutting edge. But also, it's something that we can sell. Uh, at the end of it, you know, as, as we grow the business, it's a brand on its own, separate from me and my brand. And so, so that's very exciting. Um, and the other really exciting thing about it is um, that with this new business, we now sell a result as opposed to a promise. You see, the thing with information publishing is that when you're selling your information product, you you essentially sell a promise 
to get a result. And the promise is, is predicated on your audience actually going through your information and taking an action after going through your information. So there's two levels of action. One action is going through the information and the second level of action is to actually then go and implement that information in their own business. And, and that's fine, but uh, I think as long as you realize you're selling more of a promise to a result than an actual result, um, you know, that's, that's the name of the game for information publishing. So for this new business, we're selling an actual result. The thing that people buy is, is the thing that we promise they get is the thing that they actually buy and get. And I can't tell you, man, that, is, that is, uh, has had such a shift in the way we do business. Um, it, it's made the marketing so much easier. It's made uh, the traffic building so much easier. It's made it so much more fun to uh, deliver the products to our customers because they are so satisfied that the, 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 tes- the testimonials we're getting from our customers <laughs> are just out of this world because they – you know, we give them a result. They don't have to do anything more, really. They just, they just, what they buy is what they get, and it's, it's. Um, so that is really cool, and that, that really excites me. You know, selling actual results to people. Well, I kind of want to hear a little bit more about this, Gideon. So let's try to use a real-world example in this situation. So, Entrepreneur on Fire approaches you, and what are the results that I would be getting as a company through this system? For the Splashio business, there's, um, there's, there's two main areas we're helping uh, video content creators. Um, one is to instantly lift the production value of, uh, of your videos uh, you know, without you uh, having to employ an expensive video editor or without you needing to know any fancy video editing programs. Uh, you know, with, with the service, we, we help you essentially lift that production value instantly. And just to give you an example of, of one of our, our many products that we've got in the pipeline, or well, this one is already out. Um, but for example, it's just uh, getting a nicely animated intro done for your, for your videos, something that just kind of, you know, sets the scene and sets the professional like level nice of your videos. Like a little bumper. Like a little bumper, yeah, just animate your logo. Now, that's not something that's super unique or anything, but uh, tell you what, people just love this product. It's, it's <laughs> our, um, it's, people love this product. Uh, and, and once again, um, when they buy it, that's what they get. They get the result. They get the thing that they um, that we sell, you know, as opposed to the promise. So, so people use these little video clips inside their their videos, the, these little intros, to just instantly lift that professional level and to set the scene for for the rest of the video. So, so people love it. Um, we also have um, things like lower thirds and bumpers and um, segues. Um, and, and, and all of them are designed to instantly lift the professional level of your videos. And, and, and these clips that we're providing to people are done by um, uh, an extremely capable and professional, uh, really, really high-level professional video editors. And so the, the, the end result that you get is just amazing. So that's one side. And, and the other side is where it gets a little bit more interesting. And that's where we provide you with... Um, uh, ways to make your videos more engaging and um, help you get more actions from your audience with your videos. So, for example, one product that we've released, um, the, uh, the outros, um, well, we've got a range of different outros, but say, for example, there's one of them that's really popular on, on YouTube and that's for getting more subscribers. And it's just a simple... Um, a uh, video clip that you can add to the end of your videos that calls people to action to subscribe to your YouTube channel. 
And, and these little things are, are very effective in, in just reminding people, hey, if you like this information, go and sign up. Uh, but, you know, we do a few clever things there to, to actually make them work. It's, it's, it's uh, not enough just to ask people. You gotta, there's a few little tricks you can, you can apply to it as well. So it's infused into the product itself. So, you know, the, we've have, we have things like that, getting more subscribers. Um, if you want to get more clicks on a link in your description area, we've got a special one for that. Um, if you want to get more people clicking uh, on annotations inside your videos to watch more of your videos on your channels to increase your, your views uh, as an end result, this is one, is one for that. There's a bunch of these extra um, uh, products that we're releasing that that helps people get um, an actual uh, result from the videos as well. So getting the audience more engaged in the videos because we know that, um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but YouTube really pays a lot of attention now to retention rate, you know, the engagement of your audience in your videos. The higher the engagement of your audience, audience on, on YouTube, um, the the better your your rankings and the suggested videos, which is which in in the end, it helps you get more views and, and 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 more traction, more momentum. So our little product helps you. Um, uh, one of our products help, helps you get that. Um, so so that's those two things. It helps you lift instantly the production quality and helps you get those um, those actions and engagement from your audience. I can just see the incredible value of these, the little plug and play features, just for somebody like myself who's looking to piece together videos all the time. And you know, I don't have any of these transitions. I don't have any of these outros and. I have all these things with Entrepreneur on Fire, the podcast, because I know how to do it. But when it comes to that YouTube level, I don't. So I can just see where this can be of incredible value, the time saver, just the plug and play aspect of it. I'm a fan, Gideon. Awesome. You know, it's it's interesting, uh, John, because yeah, a lot of a lot of businesses that I've started, successful ones, have been sort of born out of something that I needed for myself. And 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 um, these uh, yeah. little products that we're releasing for Splashy are all of them are uh, 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 born from something that I needed for myself. For mm -hmm. example, I, I was creating a lot of different products and brands, and you know I didn't want to go to a new video editor every single time that I wanted to create a new intro. And uh, and um, so I created this product that can just automate the whole process and still get a really amazing result very quickly. Um, same thing with the outros. I didn't want to every single time go to my video guy and say, hey, can you can you create a new <laughs> outro for me with, with this text or whatever. So, um, so and I think that's the key, you know, being able to to customize these as well, but, but uh, still within a, a very uh, well-defined structure uh, that helps you get those results. Powerful. Okay, Fire Nation, we're going to quickly thank our sponsors who allow us to bring Entrepreneur on Fire to you seven days a week for free. Squarespace knows that every budding entrepreneur needs a stellar website. Don't be intimidated. You don't need to be a pro at building those things. Squarespace has you covered with their drag and drop technology. Let Squarespace help you create the perfect site. Pick one of their gorgeous designs and add your own images, content, and anything you want to sell in an online store. Your site will automatically adapt to fit any device, and you can push everything out to your social media accounts too. Your new Squarespace account will come with award-winning 24-7 support with cloud hosting and real-time analytics. Sign up for a year and get a free domain name too. Support Entrepreneur on Fire by going to squarespace.com slash fire and start a free trial with no credit card required. When you do decide to buy, enter the offer code FIRE and get a 10% discount. That's squarespace.com slash fire, offer code FIRE. 
Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. If you love Entrepreneur on Fire, you will love the 100,000 plus audiobooks Audible has available in its enormous online library. Our guest is about to recommend an amazing book, and you can go grab it for free and get a 30-day trial today by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. I have been an Audible member for years now, and there are a number of reasons they're the only place to go for audiobooks. Audible provides the best value, the best customer care, and the best selection of titles. Once purchased, you can download your choices and access them on your computer, burn them onto CDs, or upload them to iPods and other MP3 devices. So go grab an audiobook today and support Entrepreneur on Fire by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. That's audiblepodcast.com slash fire. Okay, Gideon, we've now reached the lightning round. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you get to come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds awesome, man. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Right at the beginning, uh, definitely the environment that I was in and also my mindset through the conditioning that I had uh, growing up. Um, So I I think those things are extremely important. Um, uh, If you can get your mindset right through reading books, hanging out with the right sort of people and putting yourself in that environment, your mind will change, your mindset will change. And as your mindset changes, it'll help you take the right sort of actions towards becoming an entrepreneur. What is the best business advice you've ever received? Okay, this relates back to my... Uh, favorite quote uh, from uh, Jim Collins in, in his book, Good to Great. In that same book, he talks about uh, the hedgehog concept. And it's really just a really nice way of finding your sweet spot in life and in business. And I think there are two levels. He doesn't talk about the two levels, but there's, there's definitely one for you personally, but there's also one for your business. And the hedgehog concept really is just the overlap uh, between the things that you're passionate about, uh, number one, Number two, the things that you can become the best at in the world or, or build a, a really amazing skill in. And number three, the things that you can make money from. So your, he calls it your profit per X, where X is a, uh, some sort of a measurement within your business. So in my case, for example, for one of my business, the profit per X is profit per new visitor who comes to my website. So that's uh, been an extremely important concept uh, that I received from, from Jim and uh, something that I apply over and over my business every single day. What's something that's working for you right now? Something that's working really well is uh, YouTube. Obviously, uh, I'm getting a ton of traffic from YouTube, but not only that, it's not just a traffic tool. It's an amazing, an amazing relationship building tool. Um, You know, uh, you've got your own platform there. You've got the world at at your fingertips I was going to say your feet, but it's really your fingertips, and uh, you can access them. You know, no, no, I, I can't think of any other time in history where we've been so lucky to to have that. That's one thing. The other thing that I've been uh, playing around uh, a bit more is paid advertising because it's not something that I've I've really done much because I've been able to get so much free traffic from YouTube and and um, and, and blogging and other uh, means through through joint venture partners. But paid advertising is is uh, pretty cool as well, uh, especially if you can figure out all the right numbers. And the final thing um, that's also working well, as I've mentioned before, is is selling 
results as opposed to uh, promises for results. What have you found to be the most effective paid advertising? We're really just at the beginning of it. Um, so we've only really been testing AdWords. Um, I've, I have, uh, and that's working well. Um, it's, it's not working um, as well as, say, my free traffic, but the free traffic has been building over the last five or six years, so it's not quite a fair comparison. Um, but the next thing we want to uh, look into is, is Facebook, definitely. Um, I've just had a chat last week to a really good friend of mine who is getting amazing just amazing results uh, on Facebook advertising. So definitely going to be um, building, moving into that a bit more as well. Exciting. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? You know, I, I don't have just one. Um, I have, and, and they're all kind of ones I, I almost use on a daily basis. Um, Evernote, yes, I do use it. In fact, the notes that I am that I've took for today is, is inside Evernote. <laughs> um but there's a few other ones. I'm, I'm a really big fan of uh, mind mapping. So there's a, a couple of uh, programs here. There's, there's FreeMind, which is a free mind mapping tool. It's just really simple. Um, you just download it and go. It's almost like a text editor, but it's just a, a mind map way of doing it. So it doesn't have all these fancy frills that just distract you. You can just get your ideas out, and it's, it's awesome. A uh, slight step up from that is MindMeister, which is a, more of an online version of that and, um, and they talk to each other free mind and mind master so they're great um, so I, I use that for idea generation uh, it, it's an amazing tool for me to, to create ideas for example if I want to write a new message uh, a new email or um, create a new video I use that to come up with the structure of the ideas something I, I use for productivity um, is uh, OmniFocus uh, an amazing task personal task management tool it's not a team one it's a well Perhaps you can use it in a team environment, but I, I just use it for uh, personal task management. It's just an amazing tool for helping me get clarity on all the different projects that I'm working on and all the different tasks and all the different priorities. Very, very powerful tool. There's another one um, that it took me a long time to find, and it's, it's still not quite perfect, but it, it, um, it does help a lot. And this is another clarity tool, but um, the, the, the OmniFocus is for clarity in tasks and what needs to get done. Ka this next one called Kaliander is for getting clarity over, over time of what needs to get done. And uh, it's a way to basically, I just use it to create little um, timelines for all my different projects. Uh, um, now you can use things like Microsoft Project, but I just find those things are totally overkill and makes it way more complicated than necessary. So Kaliander is fantastic for that. And then finally, I use my iPad quite a bit for um, uh, and my stylus pen uh, with Pen Ultimate, the the app Pen Ultimate, for brainstorming, whiteboarding. Especially when I'm away from the office and I'm just there with in the coffee shop, I can draw on this thing and 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 brainstorm stuff, even do to do lists or or whatever I want to do. Um, so those tools together, I use very often, and it just helps me be super productive. Wow, well, you just over delivered on that question. <laughs> so, I hope that was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gideon, if you could recommend one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? You know, I've thought about this. Um, am I allowed to recommend more than one? Yes, of course. All right, because I, I couldn't just say just one. It'll be unfair towards the others. But there's, <laughs> um, there's a ton. I mean, I love reading. Uh, I love reading business books. Uh, I, I read a ton. Um, and so these are just five of many that I, that I thought uh, – that's really helped me in my entrepreneurial career. Uh, the first one is probably my top uh, business book. Uh, it's called Influence by Robert Cialdini. Oh, I love that. Um, 
powerful, powerful book. Uh, but of course, you got to use it in the right way. Um, the next one is on strategy, and that's Good to Great by Jim Collins, which I've uh, raved uh, about already. Um, this next one is on, on, I guess I just put it on the big thinking marketing, um, and that's uh, Crossing the Chasm by Jeffrey Moore that I mentioned as well. Uh, and you, if you combine that actually with um, the tipping point from Malcolm Gladwell, uh, that's, that's some gold there, some really golden ideas in there. Anyway, the next book is, is on, on, on direct marketing, and this is especially useful if you're in the business of selling or which I guess any business is in, uh, and it's called Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz. And this is an interesting one. I've 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 been around the um, I've been talking on stage quite a bit, and I often ask the audience if they've heard of this book, Breakthrough Advertising. And not many people know about this book, which I'm a little bit surprised about. But it's 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 an incredible book. You know, almost each page has a million dollar idea or breakthrough aha moment on there. It is seriously that is an incredible book, Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz. And finally, this is more for, um, you know, more personally and also for your business, but helping you find your flow in business and in life. It's called Your Life, Your Legacy by Roger Hamilton. Wow. Well, these books will be linked up, entrepreneuronfire.com slash Gideon Shalwick. So we'll be having a lot of click happy Fire Nation listeners. Sweet. (laughs) So Gideon, this is the last question. It's my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? All right. So given that I'm allowed to keep my um, experience and knowledge and 500 bucks and food and shelter, um, it's very gracious of you. <laughs> um, the, the assumption is that I already know what I want to do. You know, I already know um, which audience I want to target. In other words, who is my target audience? That's, that's always the question that I think that you've got to start with. Who, who do you want to target? Who do you want to have on your team? Um, who do you want to have as business partners? You know, it's, it's always first who, then what. Um, so if I'm assuming that's out of the way, I already know that. I already know what I want to do and who I want to target. These are the, um, I guess, 10 steps I'd go through if I only had 500 bucks and a laptop. So first of all, I would create uh, a one-pager free resource using something like Google Docs and, um, and create a PDF from that. You can do that for free. No cost there. And, and this, this document, this, this free resource is something that solves a major problem uh, in your target audience, a major problem or frustration or, or, s- or something that your, your target audience has. So it solves that problem from that. That's the first thing I'd do. Second thing, second thing I'd do is I'd set up uh, an Aweber account. Um, I think it's $19 a month. So that's, uh, there goes 19 bucks out of your 500 budget. And, and the purpose of this, uh, if our listeners are, are not familiar with it, is, is to help you um, build your, your online, your, your database, you know, your email database so that you can build your, your own database that, you can, um, that becomes the backbone of your business. So that's step two, uh, 19 bucks. Step three is to, would, would be to get a, a hosting solution through HostGator or Bluehost or whatever um, 
reasonable hosting services are out there. That's about $10 a month, cheap as. And I'd get a domain name for, for my website that I want to set up, and that's about 10 bucks a month. So there goes 20 bucks. So we're, we're up to 40 bucks now. Um, step four would be to set up a WordPress blog um, for free uh, with, with a free template. Um, you know, that's just a few clicks and you're away. You can make something look amazing uh, with not, you know, with zero money. And it's today it's just so easy to do as well. You don't, there's courses. In fact, one of my first courses that I did was become a blogger uh, with Yara Stark. We have Leslie uh, Samuel running that for us now. That teaches you for free how to set up your own blog. That's becomeablogger.com if you're interested. Um, so, so I do that. That's step four. Um, step five would then be to create a squeeze page where I can collect people's contact details. So I'd use WordPress for that. And then Aweber um, to create a squeeze page where people can sign up using their name and email address to get access to this free report that I created in step one. Okay. So that's still kind of free. This, 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 this no, it's just your own effort, you know? Okay. There's five more steps. Um, next, this is where I'm going to spend big. Um, uh, this is where I'd spend, uh, I, I'd buy, uh, and I'm assuming this laptop is uh, a MacBook Pro or a Absolutely. Mac kind of. Yes, okay. So, <laughs> otherwise, this wouldn't work. <laughs> um, all right, so then I'd buy ScreenFlow. It's a video editing program, but you can also use it for audio editing. Um, very, very amazing program. Um, so I'd, I'd, I'd buy that. It's about, oh, I think it's about 100 bucks. It's, it's not a lot. Of, maybe it's 200 bucks. Um, whatever it is, it's totally worth it. Um, and then I would create um, about a three to $500 worth course using my webcam on the computer, on the MacBook, and also Google Docs, the presentation software in, in Google Docs. So the cost of that is, is maybe one to 200 bucks to, to get all that set up and, and your knowledge of your topic that you want to create. Um, then I would pay probably another 200 bucks for someone to do some cool little graphics. I'll just, I'll just do three graphics. I'll do a nice header for um, perhaps my, my WordPress blog, something that looks nice and pro. I get them to create a nice free resource image and I'll get them to create a, an image, a 3D image of uh, my product that I've created. Then step eight would be to create uh, the product download page and, and then host the product on my hosting service for now. I'll later upgrade to something better, but for now, just throw it onto the, the cheap one. And then step nine, I figure out all the top players in my niche, all the top players in my niche, and approach them for an interview. This is still no cost. It doesn't cost anything to do these interviews over Skype like you're doing right now. And, and build that relationship. And then, and then once I've got all my ducks in a row, I've got my squeeze pages set up with my free resource. I've got my product set up with a sales page perhaps. Um, I'd approach these same people to do webinars with them and, and see if they're interested in doing a webinar. Not all of them say yes. Some of them will say yes and, and give them a cut. You can set up a PayPal account to, to sell your product. You don't need any fancy software for that and just do it individually, do an individual webinar with all these guys and, and give them 50%, whatever. It's a digital product. doesn't cost you anything to, to really host it. doesn't cost you much. And, um, and that's it. That's, that's 10 steps. That's just to help you get started. And then as you, 
as you start making some money, you reinvest in your systems and in, in getting more people on board and, and you just grow it. Um, that could be, in my view, the easiest way of, of making a quick buck. That's if you want to create products. Um, otherwise, um, you could shortcut it and just do uh, services for, for clients and that's, your steps are much smaller. All you've got to do is uh, got to have is a website and a phone and you call people and you, you help them with whatever skill you've got. And that's the quickest way to get money. Gideon, you have way over-delivered in every one of these questions. Incredible, actionable advice. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Well, I think as an entrepreneur, um, it's incredibly easy to get distracted. It's, it's one of the, the biggest issues I've seen with... Um, well, myself and also my other my colleagues, other entrepreneurs. There's a lot of bright, shiny objects. A lot of bright, shiny objects. And the only way that I found to um, focus and to say no to all these shiny objects um, is to have a very, very clearly defined focus, which is based on my hedgehog concept as defined by Jim Collins. Because once you have this focus and your hedgehog concept really well defined, whenever something comes your way, an opportunity comes your way, and you don't know how to respond, like, you know, you can just ask the question, does this fit in with my focus and my hedgehog concept? If the answer is no, it's clear. You just say no to that opportunity. It is, you make that decision instantly. If the answer is yes, that it can support you and your focus in your hedgehog concept, then the answer is yes, you go for it. So that, that's made it super simple to help me focus. Well, Gideon, have you heard my FOCUS acronym? No, I don't think I have. Follow one course until success. Brilliant. Love it. Love it. So go ahead and share with us how we can find you. John, probably best, pl- best place uh, is to, well, I guess a couple. One, one if you want to follow what I'm doing personally and, and my, you know, I, I guess where I give advice. Is, it's just my personal blog um, at gideonshalwick.com. I'm not sure if you'll have a link for that below this um, uh, recording, John. Uh, or just Google my name, Gideon Shalwick, and uh, it should come up first. And if, if you're interested in the Splashio um, stuff, that's just Splashio.com. So it's the word splash with E-O at the end, .com, Splashio.com. Gideon, all of this is going to be linked up on the show notes page, entrepreneuronfire.com slash Gideon Shalwick. Thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Brilliant. Thanks, John. Loved it. And now let's give it up for our five-star reviews. Podshow Scott, Lexa One, Mike Peterson, Evie Series, Branded World, Hying BL, JCL2, Christopher Shepard, and Jeremy Hall. Thank you so much for supporting Entrepreneur on Fire, and I look forward to thanking everybody who does the same. Fire Nation, I have an incredible opportunity for a select few of you. I have partnered with Entrepreneur on Fire sensation Woody Woodward and his publishing company. We are bringing together New York Times bestselling authors, including Tim Ferriss, Seth Godin, Barbara Corcoran, Gary Vaynerchuk, and others, and combining them with entrepreneurs just like you to form a book series titled Conversations with Visionary Entrepreneurs. 
This is an amazing opportunity to highlight your business and expertise in a way that will give you a competitive edge and position you as an expert in your chosen field. To find out more and to listen to Woody's and my conversation about the book opportunity, go to entrepreneuronfire.com slash author. That's entrepreneuronfire.com slash author. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.